Hey guys, we're back at it again. Attack the Attack 360 podcast. And I'm Jerry Cook. And so if you're following the podcast and you're sharing the podcast, I really, really appreciate it. <clears throat> Without you guys, this podcast isn't possible. All right. So please keep following. If you see the, if you have a chance to where you can hit the five star rating on, uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or if you're able to leave a comment, leave a comment. Again, you can also email me at attacktheattack360.com or .net. Uh, you can also do attacktheattack360podcast.com or .net. And it will take you to the website. You can email me there. Uh, you can also email me at attacktheattack360 at gmail.com. And that's just regular email. Uh, all right, guys, uh, today's subject, um, because I've been seeing a lot of it, a lot of it all through town, a lot of it on the news. Um, it's just it's and of course, growing up, I've dealt with it a few times. And then in my adult, I've dealt with it a few times. Um, but what I was going to say is that uh, how do you fight multiple attackers? You know, it's uh, because in reality, you got to think about this, right? <clears throat> There's no such thing as a fair fight. I've said that plenty of times. Okay, you have to always be aware. You always have to protect yourself. And yeah, if you're training, you're training in a controlled environment. You know, either you're at a dojo and you got your instructors there and you're working point sparring or you're working grappling and it's always, it's always one-on-one. You really don't uh, practice or work multiple attackers unless you get into a higher level of training <coughs> and even then it's more like one-on-one -on -one multiple attackers uh, you know meaning like you know uh, you'll fight one person for about two minutes another person will step in you fight them for another two minutes another person steps in you fight them for two minutes and you just alternate so there's that you know type of training um, where you're, fight, where you're fighting multiple attackers, but they're one at a time. In a real-life situation, you're not gonna, that's not going to happen. You have to make that happen, okay? I'm going to go back to that. So, in a real-life situation, you always got someone who's uh, trying to start a conflict uh, or have a uh, negative output or uh, just being, you know, con uh, controversial. Okay, and the way to deal with that first and foremost is to prevent the fight, right? I mean, you know that the person's probably hanging out with a group of other guys or other girls, whatever it is, they're hanging out with a group. And either you're by yourself or you're with your friends, but most likely, you know, it would always be that one person that's going to start off, okay? The best way to do it is just to try and neutralize that uh, verbal input by, um, you know, being positive. Um, uh, when you interact with that group, try to offset it, right? Try to offset any violence or any negativity that comes your way. So that way, you know, you can, it can be, you know, cool and nothing can get to that point to where you're in the fighting and you get in trouble right now bottom line is this any fight and you get 
you know, in trouble or you get caught, basically, um, you know, you get in trouble. So there, you have more at risk and keep that in mind. If you're the aggressor, you got a lot to lose. Number one, right? You're, you're starting shit. Number two, most likely it's on video. And if you're able to run and, you know, run away from the scene after doing what you did, you know, beat the heck out of somebody, whatever it is, and you take off, trust me, if someone's recording and, and they'll find you, okay? Then you have to deal with court fees and if you're arrested and all that stuff, right? So it just ends up being a big mess all around for the person who's starting the conflict. Now, for the person who is doing self-defense and he's defending himself or herself in this multiple attacker situation, keep in mind that you're also going to get in trouble too. You know, you do your best to try and, and talk down the situation. If you get into that altercation, keep in mind, there's always someone recording. So if you have proof that you're actually defending yourself and not uh, antagonizing your attacker to keep, you know, to come at you, <clears throat> instead you're trying to defuse the situation, that would work into your favor, especially if someone recorded it, right? Because again, everyone's always recording. Everyone grabs their phones and starts recording instead of trying to get help, which is also a shit-ass, uh, you know, example here. Uh, you see it all the time, okay? And uh, so if as long as you're not antagonizing the fight or the group, uh, and then you end up still having to defend yourself, you're still going to have to end up paying court fees. You may still get arrested, right? You may still have to deal with all that nonsense. So it just becomes more hassle in the long run. Keep that in mind. Any fight, physical fight, ends up becoming more troublesome in the long run. Okay. Now, again, we're going to get back to some things. And, uh, but we're going to go ahead and start off, right? So let's start off with how do you deal with multiple attackers? Okay. Again, number one. We're going to start off with prevention. You have to uh, be aware, uh, be positive, try to defuse that situation. All right. If you know that situation is not going to go anywhere, if you know you can't talk it down or you can't, you know, make a joke and make everybody laugh or whatever. Right. If you can't do that and you can you know that your attacker and his group or friends uh, keep on and you know that they're going to attack you or they're coming at you, all right? So then the second option would be run, right? Run. If you can, run. So hopefully, you know, you pay attention to your surroundings when you walk into whatever facility that you're at. A restaurant, a bar grill, a bar, the mall, the any park, you know, a gym, Right, because now I'm starting to see gym fights, which is just stupid. Right, it's always a couple of meatheads that you know, hey, they just want to work out and then they want to start shit with someone else because either they're taking too long working out on the on a certain machine or a bench, or they're using someone, you know, using the weights, or they're in the area or something. Right, why you take off your shirt? This is this facility is not like that. Whatever. You know, and there's always a lot of that shit. So keep that in mind. It's always, it's it's not just at a restaurant or a bar and grill, which I normally say a lot because I've seen 
a lot of videos and a lot of news reportings where that's where it's mostly at but it's also at the gyms too like i said it's just stupid i mean come on um so if you're aware of your surroundings you should also know your exits right i've said this in multiple uh episodes previous episodes okay always know your exits always be aware okay um and then at the same time once you're aware and you know your surroundings okay then fine cool you can do your thing and if you're get uh if you get into that confrontation then you know where to run to okay you know how to break away and 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 get to the exit or go and get help whatever it is that you need to do okay so keep that in mind all right so how do you prevent a multiple attack number one uh be positive try to do a, a positive spin on the situation uh try to make light of the situation try and crack jokes try to calm down that situation right don't don't add fuel to that fire don't let it escalate and get bigger right because you start shit with one next thing you know they got buddies and then next thing you know even if you did fight one you still got to fight two or three or four or five more okay and there's no need for that now again if you can't talk down that situation hopefully you're aware of your surroundings and you take off running there is no shame in running and going to get help or just running to just get the heck out of there right all right that's prevention now fighting off multiple attackers okay you have to be number one strategic okay you have to plan your defense try to avoid being caught in a triangle between multiple attackers okay that means that if you get caught in a triangle or in a circle in the middle about 99% of the chance you're going to lose that fight okay so how do you do that how do you be strategic how do you plan your defense okay for me and again I'm you know I've dealt with this before uh, a few times um hence why I you know I I got into martial arts at a young age hence why I started training and hence why I started doing a lot more stuff in my adult years you know because I enjoyed it and I learned it and then I want to keep on um but you know if you get caught in a circle or in a triangle someone's always going to sucker punch you from behind and if you're not aware of the people that are behind you or your attacker's friends you have to be aware of your surroundings okay you have to so in other words don't let no one get behind you and don't let anyone to and when i say a triangle i mean like you got one person um in front of you, you got your main uh attacker in front of you mouthing off whatever okay getting ready to fight but he's got two buddies and he's got one on the left side one on the right side that's a triangle okay of course you should know what a circle is so if there's four guys you got one in front of you one behind you one on the left one on the right that would be circling okay now <clears throat> like all you know group predators like wolves right they do that including lions when they're hunting they do a circular or a triangle um 
information, okay? Why? Because they go in, they target uh, their prey, and then they attack it all at once, okay? And they work together. Uh, that's basically an animal instinct, okay? We do the same thing, you know, with friends. Uh, you know, you got a group of friends, they end up, you know, no matter what it is, they all do the same thing. There's no such thing as a fair fight anymore. If it was one-on-one, -on -one, then yeah, it'd be fine and perfect. I'd, you know, one-on-one -on -one fight, okay, you're done, you lost, I, you know, I won, we go on our separate ways, or vice versa. I lost, okay, you won, whatever. We go on our separate ways, and what's done is done, right? That's the way it used to be. Not anymore. Now it gets to the point to where it's like, people don't know how to, to stop that situation and then call it. You know what I mean? They want to keep going until it's too late. Someone ends up really hurt or dead. So, don't get caught in a triangle or a circle uh, formation. Because if you do, you end up losing. Right? This is in case you have nowhere to run to. If you have, if you really have to fight, you can't defuse the situation. You cannot run. These are the the uh, the hints, the tips that I'm giving. If you can't do it, you have no choice but to defend yourself. Okay. All right. Always know where all your opportunities are. Okay. Even if you're fighting one of them at a time, you should know where the other opponent is okay basically approach it be ready right just don't be blind fighting okay uh, observe your areas observe your surroundings uh, you know you need to outwit your opponent all right you need to outdo your opponent be more strategic it's like chess right and i've said this plenty of times and even when uh, learning in judo and jujitsu and everybody else that's out there that's learning you know at least the ground game stuff um, you know it, it's strictly said you know hey try to you know defend your your ground game like chess well same thing when you're fighting multiple attackers you have to predict or make yourself do the actual five to six movements of attack to protect yourself okay always plan ahead think of think of things in your head and you know what there's been you know like movies that show that of course they're fighting a person that's one-on-one -on -one, but in a group setting right like if you think about the equalizer that's a good movie you know he sees everything in his head he's playing strategic movements He's, you know, he's thinking, okay, I'm going to grab this. I'm going to throw it at this attacker at that same. Once I throw this object at my attacker, I'm coming to attacker number two. And I'm going to do a throat punch or something, right? And then in that same time, attacker number three is coming my way. I'm going to do this attack. So you have to plan it in your head. But at the same time, if you're going to do that, you have to make it work in your favor. Okay, and I'm going to get back to that. So you always got to be five or six moves ahead, just like in chess. Always think of a plan to execute. But it's not just 
that one movement, right? Let's just say hypothetically you were number one attackers in front of you. You got number two, number three. And if you're, if you planned out a plan, plan out a plan, <laughs> right? Um, <coughs> excuse me. And you say, okay, I'm going to attack number one with this. And then I'm going to go to number two, then number three. If number one ends up defending or deflecting your attack, you have to be ready for something else, right? So, of course, that's where you think about, you know, different plans. Five moves ahead. So each movement, each plan, plan number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. Number one, uh, plan number one should already have five movements. Plan number two should have five movements. Plan number three should have five movements. That's what I'm getting at, okay? Yes, you're being five moves ahead, but you have you have different um, options to choose from in case something happens, okay? So be aware, okay? Look at opportunities, and that's what being strategic is, right? Being five moves ahead making certain plans in your head you have to look for opportunities or you make an opportunity okay you create an opening okay it's just like um uh if i was and i use this sometimes it's called double hand blocking right or yeah double hand blocking so if my opponent is throwing a punch i am and if I'm right, if I'm standing right, you know, uh, right dominant uh, with my right hand back, I'm blocking uh, with my left hand and then coming with my right hand to reinforce that block to re-guide or keep uh, redirecting that attack that my opponent threw at me. That way it frees up my left hand to do something into an attack mode, right? A punch to the face, a punch to the ribs, uh repositioning for a choke something right so it's like when someone's throwing a punch i'm doing a block with my left a block with my right re-guiding pulling to do an attack so it's block block attack uh, sounds like a damn video game move but you know basically that's what i'm doing right um so it's like i plan it out i'm i'm creating that opportunity if i'm doing a double block right it's not like point sparring to where i fake well it is right like i can fake and then fake up high attack down low right it's making that opportunity but in a real life situation you're you're going to be doing different techniques it's not like point sparring right all right uh number three keep moving whatever you do keep moving if you stand at a standstill right if you just uh if you're just staying in one spot and then you're fighting one one person and another person comes and you you know you're able to do whatever but you're standing in one spot number two attacker or number three attacker is going to see that opportunity and attack you okay when we say or when i say keep moving I'm thinking about every opportunity for me to move in a circular manner, 
okay now there's different types of movements right you can move forward to your attacker you can move back from your attacker you can move to the left to get into the uh, blind side of your attacker you can move to the left side if if their blind side is on the left side or move you know to the left to the not so blind side and move right to the not so blind side whatever it is then you have like that's forward and back side to side then you have an x pattern uh where you can move in an angle forward to the left forward to the right back to the left back to the right then you have uh, what uh what we call the triangle right triangle step so if you start at a point you're wherever you're standing at is a point then i move back and to the left taking a side step back or sidestep to my right and then moving forward uh, to the left back to that same point right like a triangle but then if you reverse that triangle you can do the same thing right just think of it reversed um, if I'm standing in one spot I'm moving over to my right taking a step to my right do a back to my left and then coming up uh, back to that same spot where I was before I moved to the right or to the left whatever it is I'm moving in a triangular pattern and then you got the circles right you got small circle now a small circle would be moving around your opponent moving around your attacker if your attackers in front of you and you're able to get behind him knowing where his <clears throat> where his friends are at okay it uh, it also helps right so let's just say your attacker your attacker number one is in front of you you have attacker number two on your left side and attacker number three on your right side if attacker number one is coming towards you and you're able to do a small circle step or half circle step to get behind attacker one well attacker two and three end up coming towards the middle and they're hitting their own friend or they're coming towards their own partner okay which would be attacker one i know i'm talking and you know you could probably get lost but you know i'm i'm trying to do my best to explain it i am going to try and do a video this weekend on how to uh do multiple attackers or how to move around multiple attackers um so just keep that in mind you know once you hear this podcast yeah i'll give you the website and everything or the links uh to facebook and instagram because over the weekend i'll try and do a video <clears throat> so you can see what i'm talking about so if you're able to do a small circle that's getting around your opponent now there's small circle and then there's big circle right now when i say big circle that means using the whole room what using the whole area of wherever you're at now the question is if you're going to use the whole area that you're at what if there's stuff in the way well that's a perfect example right the thing is what i want to do is put something between me and my attacker that's what a big circle is well that's what any movement is right if you think about the rules of self-defense right let's just go down to the physical rules of self-defense number one it's move uh, move right or put something between you and the attacker 
Number two would be to block. And then number three would be to counter. Well, right now we're moving. We're, we we got to stay moving because we don't want to get hit. That's the whole reason why we move. We move and keep moving so we don't get hit. So if you got a whole, if you got people coming towards you, three to four to five guys, whatever, and I need to move in a big circular motion, I'm moving around everybody, keeping them all in front of me. If I'm in an enclosed space, now if I'm in a, if I'm at a restaurant and there's a, you know, a group of guys or whatever is coming towards me, then I'm going to put tables and chairs in, in between us and move around to where I always keep something in between. Okay. If I'm in an open space, like the sidewalk or, uh, uh, yeah, let's just use that like a sidewalk or a driveway or a parking lot, right? If I'm in an area area that's like that, then I'm going to move to where, Hey, I'm going to have a car in between us. Okay. Or a park bench or something that's going to be between me and my attackers. Okay. Because if I just stay still and they all gather around me or they all come at me at once, then guess what? I'm done for. Okay. So you got to keep moving. You got to, you got to constantly move around and that's what the big circle is, right? So put something between you and your attacker move to put a chair or a table or a desk or wherever you're at, make sure it's a solid object that you can able, able to put between y'all two. That makes it harder for them to come towards you. All right. And always keep moving, keep moving, throw them off. Okay. Now I am going to tell you a little story about the moving part. Okay. Um, I can't remember the actual name. Okay. And I don't want to butcher it. Right. But there was a story of a samurai, samurai warrior. And he was in a conflict with multiple uh, other bandits, should I say, or other samurais, right? And uh, what he ended up doing was he would fight one, the one that was running his mouth. Now, remember, this is like to the death, right? So he'll do quick sword techniques and then take off running while the other attackers run after him. Now, this is where endurance plays. He ran as far as, as fast and far as he can, and he kept on running until one of these other attackers was fast enough to keep up or catch up to him, which allowed him to fight him one-on-one. -on -one. Fight him, kill him, and then when the other attackers kept running closer, or when they got closer, he took off running again. So then they kept on running after him. The, the, the third fastest one out of that bunch would get close to him. He would stop, fight him, take him down. And then when the other two kept coming, he took off running again. And he did that. That's basically allows you to run, uh, work on, well, first of all, you need to have good endurance, but it allows you to work on fighting one opponent at a time. Okay. Which is a good strategy. Or you were, you run into an area to where you're pinned, right? Like say if you run down an alleyway, but the alleyway is only big enough for you, 
right? And so when they're coming, when they're running, they can't even, they, they all can't fit. They have to come in at one at a time, which allows you to fight one at a time. That's just a way of thinking, right? It's just, okay, if I'm going to keep moving and I have no choice, I'm going to take off running. But if these guys keep chasing me, okay, who's the fastest out of that bunch? They're going to get close. Well, that fat, that, that one person, I'm going to turn, fight him real quick, see if I can take him down, neutralize my attack, and then take off running while the others keep chasing me, right? And you just end up fighting one at a time. That's another way of keeping moving. Now, number four, keep your opponent's uh in a line in front of you <laughs> again what i just say right you keep them in front of you either in a straight line or you know where they're at in your vision okay moving in that circle around them you do that um strike increasing blows or uh and uh, i can't even say the word um excessive right strike excessive blows um so that means like you would strike towards the ears the nose the eyes the groin um you know kick the knees break those knees right uh in the temple area the solar plex area so they can lose their breath uh i just had this conversation today uh it only takes about five to six pounds of pressure to break a collarbone don't take much but if you're able to get a good swing a good hammer fist down and you hit and your intention is to hit that collarbone that shit hurts okay break that collarbone kick the side of the knee or kick straight towards the knee to make it go back um jab the eyes uh grab the ear pull it off because uh, all it is is just held on by cartilage um kick the groin Again, there's no such thing as a fair fight, especially when there's multiple attackers fighting you, okay? You want to you want to end this real quick. So when, you know, when you're fighting your opponent, your attackers and you and you you got, you know, you're going to blows with one of them, that's not a you're not going to just stand there and and exchange blows forever. No, you want to neutralize that attack. No such thing as a fair fight. I'm throwing a throat punch or, you know, I'm going to throw my thumb in your eye. I'm going to, you know, rip off your ear. I'm going to go ahead and kick your groin. I'm going to break your ribs. I'm going to break your knees. I'm going to do something that's going to cause you so much pain that you cannot get up. And then when your buddies come at me, I'm going to do the same thing to them because I have no choice. I am fighting for my life. That is the mindset that you need to have when it comes to fighting multiple attackers. You have no choice. It's your life or theirs. And when it's when it's multiple attackers onto one person, that's your life. They may not know when to stop. They're just going to keep on until your face swells up like a basketball. Or you stop breathing or you're crippled so you have to have that mindset that hey this is the extreme they're gonna do to me I need to do the extreme to them okay so 
hit vital areas, um, you know, hit all the weak targets, make them, make them hurt, make them think twice. Okay. Normally they say, you know, like if you take out the leader, then the rest will stop. No, not really. You know, you got two extra ones that are being, you know, like as good backup and then the other, whoever else is left would just won't even engage. But you know, it's, you know, you got to think about it. You got to end it quick. Okay. Um, and I've talked about this before. Number six, use objects around you, uh, to ward off your opponent. So if you're in an area, use the chair, uh, use the table, right? If you're able to, to flip the table and, and as a distraction or pick up a chair and, and throw it in the direction of where there's two or three guys, um, like bowling, right? Um, uh, you know, you got glass bottles, you got, you know, your glasses, your cup, whatever. Um, if you see a stick on the ground, grab the stick, you know, a branch, um, you know, everything or anything can be used as a weapon. It's just a matter of how you use it and make sure that it doesn't get turned around on you. You know, you got to practice. Um, so, you know, using stuff like a chair to throw or uh, anything as a weapon, you just have to be very, very careful that, hey, it can also be done to you. And you have to have that mindset that, hey, I know I got three or four attackers here in front of me and I'm getting ready to fight one, but I see one guy has, you know, he's got a step stool or he's got a chair or he's got something in his hands, a bottle, whatever, the beer bottle, right? He can chunk it, he can hit me with it, he can cut me with it, whatever it is. So you got to think about that. Um, number seven, when you make opportunities, when you're fighting your opponents, all right, escape as soon as you can, right? If you're able to take out attacker number one and use him as a human shield or, or putting that attacker number one between you and the other attackers, push them towards them, make them fall, make them trip, whatever it is to create an opportunity for you to take off and get out of that situation. Okay. Because when you're doing that, when you, when you create an opportunity, it makes it easier for you to escape. Now keep this in mind. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to explain it in real life. Okay. And I'm going to tell you a couple of stories that I've been in that situations that I've been in that what I'm telling you, it's actually helped me. Okay. Um, but keep in mind, it's not like the movies, right? Uh, like you look at the old Van Damme movies, he's fighting multiple attackers, but he's fighting them one-on-one, -on -one, right? Uh, you look at John Wick, Yes, they're moving fast, they're fighting, they're, he's, he's taking out everybody, but he's fighting them one person at a time. And when he is fighting them one person at a time, he's doing uh, major uh, neutralizing techniques, you know, especially if he's using the gun or if he's using a knife, right? He's killing his opponents or wounding them really bad and moving on to the next. And that's basically what you end up doing. You have to 
move your move around to where you have all your attackers in a straight line or in all in front of you at least nothing behind you and then when you attack you use your attackers momentum or or their body in general as a shield whatever it is to create opportunities to do other things or to escape okay now sharing a story sharing a few stories there was a time where I was younger I was in my teens early teens like 12 13 and um, I remember being chased uh, by a group of, uh, of other kids uh, other boys and uh, you know there was at least three or four of them you know and they would run after me and push me down and then they would all you know kick me punch me whatever it was and then that's when I started my training uh, and then learning right but learning you cannot or should I say I shouldn't have I should have ran to a teacher so I've run into an area that there was no other people or to an open you know like the football field whatever to an open area that was just that was just dumb, and I did. I was young. I didn't know any better. But now, looking back, and with the training that I've had, the other story, the other situation that I was in with multiple attackers, was that I was able to use the chair that I was sitting on. You know, I was able to do, and and I hate to say this, right, because it's kind of silly, but I mean. I love Jackie Chan, right? So a lot of his techniques when he was fighting multiple attackers were cool. And I was able to go ahead and use my chair, put my leg through the, my leg through the leg of the chair. And when I stood up, I was able to maneuver the chair to kick it towards my opponents, the group that was in front of me to take off uh, and run out the exit door, right? Um, so that's one thing that I've done. Uh, another thing that I've done when, you know, guys get irate, you know, yeah, I, I diffuse a situation by buying a round of drinks, um, which helped at one time because this guy was running his mouth and he was just irritating me. And then he says, am I irritating you? Because he saw it in my face. I can't really hide my facial expressions. <laughs> when I'm frustrated, I'm frustrated. When I'm annoyed, I'm annoyed. Uh, but because there was at least four or five guys and I didn't, we were at a bar, you know, I was at a bar waiting for some friends. I just went ahead and bought a round and kept it cool and light. Um, and then there was another time where, uh, three guys, uh, were in front of, they were talking smack. One of them came at me and when he did, I just did a swick, uh, swift kick to the nuts. Um, and a quick punch to the face once he'd been down, you know, because he was in pain. And then the other two, when they came running, I moved over to one side and I was able to fight one-on-one. -on -one. Um, taking out my attacker number one, then the, uh, the attacker number two when he was coming and number three were coming straight towards me. I moved to one side and which put attacker number three behind attacker number two. So which gave me an opportunity to do um, a quick movement like um, what I 
like when I've been working with David, uh, what I call the the clothesline or the Osoto Gari in Judo. So he'll throw a punch, I'll do a double block, come in with a Osoto Gari, and once he went down to the ground, because I didn't, I didn't grab him and put him down, I did like a clothesline um, where I came in underneath the jaw and pushed his head back and my leg was sweeping his leg and he went down when number three came at me, attacker number three came at me and he saw that once I put him down, I came straight in with a, a quick punch to the gut um, with my left hand. And in my right hand, I came in with a cross punch into a solar plex. So I just really knocked the air right out of him. And, uh, you know, that was, of course, that was a long time ago. That was a while back. But that's what I'm talking about. I was able to move into a situation to where I was able to attack him, attack the attack one at a time <laughs> so you know <clears throat> you know there's ways of doing it it's just you have to be smart in doing it now keep in mind that nowadays if you're out and about and you're not by yourself you normally have your loved ones with you your wife your girlfriend your kids uh some type of family member a friend right and so you have to protect your family but then again you got you also got innocent bystanders that are also around and you don't know nowadays yeah again there's no such thing as a fair fight there could be two three four five guys or five girls that are talking shit to one person but you don't know out of those five who's got a knife who's got a gun because nowadays almost everyone's carrying they're carrying something a knife, a gun, some type of weapon. So you have to be very careful. Okay. Um, and again, I'm seeing it. It's all over the place. I mean, if you think about it, even at a gym, you know, you get into a confrontation at a gym, a workout facility, Gold's Gym, Planet Fitness, whatever, you know, LA Fitness. Um, I mean, the first thing I would do if, if a meathead came and, and started talking, his, you know, running his mouth and there was no way of backing out of that. Trust me, I would grab a five pound weight <laughs> and use it to my advantage. You know, I'm going to break a knee. I'm going to break a break a collarbone. You know, I'm going to hit right in the solar plex or right in that chest cavity. I'm going to I'm just going to do some damage. I'll do it towards the ankle, you know. I'm going to attack all those weak spots. And again, you know, some, you know, most people nowadays, most guys nowadays, they're out there training. They're out there doing some type of either jujitsu or Muay Thai or something, right? They're taking some type of martial arts training. And um, just keep, just be aware, you know, again. No such thing as a fair fight. All right. No such thing as a fair fight. All right. So to sum all of this up, remember, right? Always be aware of your attackers. Always be aware of your surroundings. Don't get distracted. Okay. And if you can, run away. And if you can't run away, attack the attacker. All right. That's the main thing. 
right? Protect yourself. Attack, right? You see them move towards you, be faster, be quicker. And I've explained this in when I was teaching a while back and even with David with my private lesson, all right? I've explained this. You have uh, action and reaction. Matter of fact, it's on one of the episodes, one of the earlier episodes of the podcast. Uh, I want to say maybe episode two or three. Um, but you have to keep this in mind that you have action and reaction. And when you ask yourself, or when I was asking the students or David, hey, what's faster, an action or a reaction? Of course, the action is faster. And the action is whatever your opponent does. Moving towards you, cocking back to throw a punch, positioning himself to throw a punch. If his hands are clenching, if, his, if he changes his stance to throw a kick, if he comes forward with both, both hands to push, that is an action. So you have to be faster than the action. Your reaction has to match the action. You got to be able to be fast enough or faster to react to the action. Blocking, countering, okay, neutralizing. If my opponent, and this is what I, here's the example. If my opponent is, is standing in front of me running his mouth and I'm trying to neutralize this or calm down this situation, right? I'm neutralizing the wrong word. I'm trying to calm down this situation. And as soon as I see attacker number one position himself and his hands are clenched, that's already telegraphing that he's going to do an action. So I see that. I have to react before he acts. So if he moves in any way towards me, I have to be faster to counter that. Either block his attack or attack him faster than he can attack me. And that is why we are attack the attack. You have to be faster than your attacker. Okay, you got to go at him, surprise him before, you know, he actually makes connection to you. And that throws er, that throws off their game 100 percent. Okay, they don't know what to do once that happens. So you have to train, you got to practice just because you go and take a self-defense class doesn't mean that you're you already know what to do. No. In order for you to handle one attacker, let alone multiple attackers but guess what you have to train you got to train you got to keep training you got to sharpen your skills it's just like going to a shooting range and you're practicing your target practice well you practice and then when you get into tactical training or sports competitive tactical training you know like where you see the you know you have the the, the two gun the shotgun and, or the rifle and the pistol and you're hiding behind things and you're going off a timer and you're doing multiple movements, you're training to do that. You're training for also real life. Same thing when you're 
practicing in mixed martial arts. You're training, you're practicing, you're sharpening your skills with one attacker. Okay, fine. Great. Now, I know that one of the schools that I've been to, I had to fight multiple attackers. I had to fight uh, the most. I know that I know that I can handle myself between three and five attackers. I know that. Anything over that, or four and five is kind of pushing it, but anything over that, I'm done for, right? And the reason I say that, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, that's, right, that's the way it is. And now I've said that, I know what I have to do. I know that I got to sharpen my skills to take on more if I had to. Okay. And that's all it is. You find a facility, you train. Then if you say, I want to be able to protect myself just in case I come across multiple attackers because there's no such thing as a fair fight. Well, guess what? You're going to get that training. Some schools will provide it. Some schools won't. It's just a matter of how they train and what school you went to. I hope this info was very useful. Um, again, I'm going to try this weekend, this weekend to do a video with multiple attackers. I just need to get some people involved um, and then demonstrate some of the movements that I was talking about. Some of the moving or keep moving. Okay. Um, and then guys if you have any questions you can email me all right attack the attack 360 at gmail.com or you can go to the website attack the attack 360.com or dot net um, also on there there's my links to social media on facebook which is my name jeremiah j-e-r-e-m-i-a-h last name is k-o-c-h and then, of course, it'll pull up. If you type in my name, it'll pull up. And it'll have the podcast logo on there. Um, or you can go to Instagram. Instagram is attack the attack 360 uh, Guys, just be safe. And if you have any questions, hit me up. I'd be more than happy to answer them. And um, I hope this was a good podcast. I hope you enjoyed this podcast on multiple attackers. And just keep in mind, be sharp right? Be aware. Uh, be vigilant, right? Always, always watch your 360, okay? <laughs> All right, guys. Be, be safe, be blessed, and watch your 360. I'm out. <laughs>